Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I have someone so special, so exciting. Jared Alexander, the entertainment writer extraordinaire. He's at The Griot. He's also on Twitter, on Instagram. He's everything. How are you? Thank you for coming. I am so good. I'm so excited. I I'm feel so like, excited. I feel like we've done this, but we actually haven't, which is I weird. know. It's really weird. And I saw you at BravoCon. You and I, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel just like this weird like kindred spirit to you like I just gravitate no. towards you and I just like love you it was like love at first sight can we talk about it for a second it was yeah. that like kickoff party the night before BravoCon yes. and I just heard someone scream Jared and I turned around and it was you and like my heart like grew five sizes fluttered yeah <laughs> I was it so was excited it was really beautiful you know and how was your BravoCon experience I know it's been like six months but I I feel like we can talk about it you know we definitely can. I feel like I'm still catching up on sleep from it, to be honest. I mean, it was, like, so intense. It was so um, intense. And uh, to be clear, I also didn't go to the first one. So this was, like, my first experience. And it was <gasps> so fun, like, especially just because I feel like I made RIP Clubhouse, but, like, made so many friends like you and, like, yeah. there were people I really got to meet. Yeah. Um, it was amazing, though. It, there was just so much happening. It was so exciting. There were so many cool announcements. It but it was nonstop. It is, nonstop. it is not for the week. No, 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 no. It's like an assault on all of your senses. It's so <laughs> intense. You have to like have a mapped out like route of what you're doing, where you're going. Do you have time in between panels to maybe look around the the venue? It's It was crazy. It was exhausting. Crazy. By like the second or third day too, it just feels like Groundhog's Day. Like you're going to the same exact place. And it's like, mm-hmm. I was getting coffee from the same place at the beginning. Yep. And it was cool because I got to work some of it too. So I was in the press room for a lot of it, which was really exciting. And just like getting to like literally see just in that center, like everywhere you turned, there was like another Bravo Liberty who you're obsessed with. So who thought, was your favorite was person that you met? Okay, so I write at the Griot and we're a black news source. So like I definitely would like hang around a little bit though, like other shows that I love that I don't cover though. So for uh-huh. me it was Dr. Nicole Martin and it was exciting that I just got to like fan out and it wasn't like professional me. I was just yeah. like, I'm not gonna write about you, but I just like love you and you're amazing. And she just looked so good and she was awesome. I would say her and then Honestly, I say this all the time, but I just think that the Potomac women are just like such pros. Like they're so real. They're so down to earth. And like Mm -hmm. every time I see them, they're just every single one of them, honestly. And then most of the Jersey women, Yeah, (laughs) I would say. The Jersey girls are just there. They feel just so familiar, you Mm -hmm. know, like they're stars and they're on this huge show, but they also have this like really warmth they have a lot of warmth or something to them like I just feel like I know them 
Absolutely. And they're going to call like you by the your other first and last scary. name. They're going to be like, oh my God, Samantha Bush, hi. Like they just yes. make you feel so good. And yes. just like the, the whole family thing is real. Not that the other franchises aren't amazing too. Um, they're just different vibes. Like, yeah, they definitely are. They kind of disarm you a little bit that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that you had an amazing time. The day I, I left my panel... <laughs> I was in heels all day and I, um, oh my God, this is so crazy. I, I, I called ahead to see if I could like w- bring extra shoes. Cause I was like, I, my panels in the morning, I don't want to be in heels all day. Like I'm going to die. <laughs> and they said, no, I'm not allowed to do that. I wasn't allowed to bring a bag in. And I was like, that's fucking annoying. So I, sorry. Um, the, my boyfriend keeps opening the door. Um, <laughs> Like, hello, I'm a professional. That makes me so Hello. <laughs> so, so I was in heels all day, literally from morning till when it ended at like 6 p.m. And I physically yeah. couldn't walk anymore. I was almost on the verge of tears. I think I met up with you and Dave at the yes. end of that day because I think it was the Salt Lake panel. And you and I were just like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened? <laughs> like, it was fucking insane. I was jaw on the floor. Oh. It was insane. That was, I feel bad for people who missed that panel because that was the one that you wouldn't expect to be. Like, they were no. in the middle of the season airing. Also, mm-hmm. before we get to that, let's talk about your panel. You were amazing. You were oh, so you. good. You were I'm giving, so like, daytime host realness. Like, it was just so fun. And I oh. thought you had a really good group of wives. To, like, it was just very fun. Thank um, you. And I was just so proud of you. But yeah, that, that, that Salt Lake City panel was literally, they needed to sage that room after. Like, it was like, it I was more entertaining than the reunion. And I hate to say that because... Yes. They also didn't, because you know they filmed a lot of the panels. There's a lot missing online from that one, and it sucks because I feel like if fans were able to see all of it, it just was like, yeah. Lisa Barlow was on fire. She oh my was God. taking no prisoners. She didn't give a None. fuck. She was like, so to me, there's housewives that I see at BravoCon that I like, but then I see them there and I fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Barlow was one of them for me because she just is not how I thought she was going to be at all. Like she was very mm-hmm. chill, very like she was swearing a lot. She like didn't give a fuck. It was so great. Totally. And um, at the first Bravo Con that I went to, it was Teresa really shocked me like at how chill yeah. she was. But we'll, yeah. get, we'll get into her in a little bit. But so I'm done with the panels. I'm done with the day. I'm like, I can't walk to my hotel. I'm like literally on the verge of tears. I took a fucking pedicab. No. Yeah. How did I not I know this? Am I just hearing this? I took a pedicab. <laughs> Good for you. To my hotel. I walk out of I walk out of the Javits Center and I just see a line of people, <laughs> bikes, pedicabs. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, How much? He said eight dollars a block. And I said, well, Let's fucking go. Let's go. And I was like, please no one see me. Please no one see me. Like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. Sure enough, at a stoplight, someone's like, Oh my God, Bravo Storian. And I looked at him and I was just like, not me in a pedicab. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, oh my God. And, I was like, this is so... and like the guy was playing, like he had these huge loud speakers and he was playing like LMFAO. I truly truly was wanted to die i, I had to get that story out to the people it was so fucking embarrassing but i i physically could not move um no, i mean listen you also worked so good for you for treating I was working. yourself I was you did and it was no joke like you literally did so but that is yeah. hilarious i hope that that fan is listening to this because i can't I know. Is she so literally, funny. she posted a photo because we took a picture together and she literally put yeah. in quotes, not me in a pedicab. 
I was so embarrassed. Anyway, Jared, there's so much to discuss. So I want to get into the trailers that dropped. Please. Brand new trailers. So there has been all week on Twitter, people have been teasing like things are coming, things, you know, something is afoot. Mm -hmm. And I've been like, is it the OC trailer? Like that is where my mind went immediately. Like where the fuck is it? And I'm never one of those people that's like tagging Andy on Twitter being like, where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? But I need to know. Like, I need my Tammy Sue. I want to see her with <laughs> Shannon and Heather Bedo- Heather Dubrow. Like, I'm ready. But this today was even better. I think this was. And I think I'm sure you maybe saw, but Dave tweeted this whole thing about how if things do line up and how they maybe want programming to be that like OC would come once Vanderpump Rules ends and I'm I'm all about I think we oh. really learned in 2020 what it feels like when there are no shows filming and none in the can like it's really scary as a Bravo fan it's scary I, just, I really trust them programming wise I do like they're never gonna put everything out with nothing left like because right. all these other shows are filming right now so like I am I know OC is gonna be good I just have a good feeling that was another great panel at BravoCon was the great OC panel. one it was great so i'm excited about that but yeah these trailers were just everything we needed what, like which one yeah. do we want to start with let's start with atlanta so yes. atlanta was my gateway into housewives mm-hmm. uh, that's the show i started watching housewives with um so i just have like a just a natural like love for these women what do you think what do you what I'm so excited. I feel like, honestly, like OC, last season of Atlanta felt like uh, we were hitting the reset button. A little old, yes. a little new. We're going back. Like Atlanta, we had so many friends rebuilding. for like three or four seasons. We had like more friends than Peaches. And I feel like we just are like rebuilding. And it feels like this group is really settled in. And I love the trailer. First of all, whenever there's an activated candy, I'm <gasps> literally here for it. Whenever her candy? voice goes into that, like, it's about to break. Yeah, I where it's it. like cracking and like she's yes. like talk yelling. It's yes. my favorite. And I lo- I I love Candy for who she is on the show. Like she's not someone who's like overly stirring the pot, but she's also not a peacemaker, but she's also right. like she's just her own type of girl on this show, but this season she looks like she gets fucking activated. Literally. And she's also just... She literally says she wants to choke Marlo. <laughs> and headbutt somebody, too. Headbutt! Like, literally, like, I'm like, Candy, come on! And I also think, too, someone was tweeting this, how I think that she's now, like, the longest-standing housewife ever. I think she has mm-hmm. 14 seasons full-time. Yes. And I think there's Which something to be said about that. Candy gets a lot of flack, I think, because, like you said, like she isn't necessarily going to be the rowdiest one, but I think she... I can't imagine Atlanta without her, and I just no, think I that, know. like... It's amazing to see someone again 14 years in being just this entertaining and, and engaging. And I mean, are we gonna get bullets or biscuits? Oh I my god. Screamed. I had to pause. I literally I had to pause. That's something too, like just the Atlanta women. Like again, we had some rough years, but it always pays off to stick to stick with your blood. <laughs> but yes, really yes. not sticking with scum like you. <laughs> um yeah, they, these women are so fucking good at this. They're so good at it. They're so good at making good TV. And even in their, and I will say, even in their worst seasons, they were still better than some of, like, OC's, like, worst seasons. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. I mean, we don't talk about, we don't talk about talk that one things. season. We don't. 
Um, I also have a little story too. So I was just in Disney for a work trip for media event, but um, I'm checking into my hotel and Sanya was there because she's an ambassador for like Disney run. What? So I literally am like waiting to check in and I see this gorgeous woman in glasses. And then first I spotted her husband and I was like, oh my God, God, no, he's everything. I was literally losing my mind. And then I did get to interview her, but it was mostly about Disney run. Like I didn't get to talk about housewives, but I just was like, so excited. And I had met her at BravoCon, but I think she's also a great fit too. Like I'm excited to see more I of her. loved her last season. I loved little Ducey. I loved her mm-hmm. husband. 1000%. Oh and my I God. think, oh, I just, I'm just so, I'm just so excited. I'm, and I Marlo, really like, oh, back with I mean, Peach. With a vengeance. With a vengeance. Literally. With a vengeance. <laughs> she is I love that little scene in the trailer with her nephews where she's like I've changed and her little nephew was like you're working on it right <laughs> I was steps. like dead Literally. um so San drew uh, so this is the shit that I love can I tell you please tell I me. kind of love seasons like where okay so they're filed for divorce now like they're getting divorced so mm-hmm. we kind of can watch the whole season kind of watch it unfold knowing that that is what's coming for us like I'm mm-hmm. kind of I know everyone's like well why didn't they do it on camera I'm like wait this is kind of better it's kind of like easter eggy I like not not that they have hidden their problems <laughs> like easter eggs <laughs> They've yeah, been they've been, I out had no there. clue this was going to be the outcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. This rocked no, my I, world. I you know totally what did rock my though. world? What did Eva and her husband? Oh my God. I know. I'm devastated. I'm I, devastated too. And like, are I'm there going to be rumblings in Ultimate Girls Trip Four? Like, is she going to be opening up? Like, are, about her marriage? Because uh, it wasn't that long ago. No, it was like a few months. January. Yeah. I'm I'm shocked. There's been just a lot of divorces lately. A lot of a lot of people breaking hearts, you know. Um, I'm also excited to see Kenya back. You know, I love Ugh. Kenya more. She's a Detroit girl. I love her too. Oh, she is. Hope, You're right. I hope oh she my falls gosh. in love. I want that for I, her. I really want that for her too. And I feel like it's so interesting because last season was the first season without Portia, and we really got to see just like a warmer side. Her, we just got to see mm-hmm. her like not worry about having this like adversary there. And of course, with Ultimate Girls of Three, I'm like, I can't wait for Portia to eventually come back. I love her, but I do yes. think that it's been really nice to see Kenya like this, and um, it just seems like she's going to continue to just like glow and like still be Kenya. I mean, she's still like reading people Kenya's down. Kenya's going to Kenya. Shady. Period. Yeah. Talk about someone who's gorgeous in person. I mean. No, 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 literally, no, no, no. Uh, it's breathtaking. <laughs> it's it's actually like it's shocking. I mean, not shocking because it's like you obviously know she's beautiful, but like right. these women in real life are just they it hits different. <laughs> you know it what I really mean? It does. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Like when I was um back to Bravo, God, sorry to circle it really back, right. but <laughs> I saw Cynthia Bailey was standing right in front of me. Oh. And I didn't know what to do. I simply just looked at her dead ass in the face, looking like crazed. And I right. just looked at her and I go, you are so beautiful. And she was like, thank you. Like, <laughs> like who the fuck are you? Because I looked in, I looked like crazed. I was like, because <gasps> it was like her and then like Caroline Stanberry and then Toya. And I was just like. And it's like electric when you see these people in person. I'm not even kidding. Like no, 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 every single person. It's gorgeous. That's like how I feel too. Again, nice. no matter how she dresses, like the first time I saw Giselle Bryan in person, it's another level. No, like, it's, it's not okay. It's like low key intimidating. Like you're just like, 
I've never no. seen someone with a face like this ever. A face, her face. Oh my god. We'll talk about it when we talk girls trip, yes. but like yes, she's yes. so fucking beautiful. It makes me sick. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it no, is... like Whitney's a beautiful woman, but to see yes. her next to Giselle in that swampy Thailand, I'm like oh, I would my... kill myself. <laughs> My white blotchy ass next to Giselle. <laughs> Are you kidding? Totally. Totally. Uh, it's crazy. But anyway, so then we have a new show dropping. Yes. Summer House on Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. It's an all black cast. Yes. I'm so fucking excited because <laughs> I am in my era right now where I hate Summer House. I'm sick oh, of Sam, people. I listen to the pod. So I, oh. <laughs> I I was like vibing with you. In this okay, last cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, you know, I, I went rogue the other day. I was like, I've had it. Um, Literally. Because I'm just sick of those people. So I'm really excited that we're getting kind of the same premise, but with a whole different group of people, a whole different landscape. I'm ready. As I think Dave tweeted this, no one's laying in bed. I didn't see a single clip of people laying in bed with a room with mounds of clothes everywhere. And that to me is already a good sign. Yes. Um, I mean, when Pet Shop Boy calls them the bed sore girls, I I scream. He wins for that. That that is my favorite thing. Because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Not a single person laying in bed. I see people up and at them. Yes. Ready to fucking film a show. Ready to film a show. Like that is, I think, what's been so frustrating to echo everything you said the last episode. Like, I just feel like it, how can it all be Lindsay? Like, it just can't all be Lindsay. And they no. just are so used to defaulting to her. Kind yeah. of honestly, like, they're like making money off her. Like, it kind of drives me crazy. Like, yeah. I'm like, if you guys are going to do anything else. And it's just this weird because she's not giving the reactions that she usually gives them. But you see oh, them yeah. still are, they're like responding to like the ghosts of Lindsay Hubbard. Like, it's yeah. very weird. <laughs> so they like are freaking out. They are. And yeah. you're so right. It's like they they say certain things and do certain things and they expect this type of reaction from her and they're not getting it. No. And they like short circuit. And they're like, yes. but what about this? And she's yes. like, okay. Like, it's so embarrassing. And Carl said he uh, did an interview with Page Six the other day. And he was just like, these people owe her so many apologies. Because the thing is, is like they act like Lindsay killed someone they 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 really do i'm like what the fuck has this girl done to you what has she done it's weird and they're mad if she drinks they're mad if she doesn't drink they're mad when she's single they're mad when she has a boyfriend they're mad when she goes out they're mad when she stays in like they're just mad at her and and the thing is is she she literally like doesn't pay them anything like and i think it drives them crazy Cause they're like, she is like Teflon. Like you really can't get to her. Cause she's like, no. okay. And it's very clear that Danielle was projecting her shitty relationship uh, with Robert. Are you kidding? It's, like, it's like, it is very clear. And I love Danielle. And this has been like a heartbreaking thing to watch for sure. But I do think that there's so much projection going on. And to what you were saying in the episode too, mm-hmm. like there is, that Gabby Danielle Watch what Happens Live was a amazing. I, I do think Gabby is a star. Like oh, a star. But a she star was, was born. Not... I'm terrified of her. Oh, one thousand percent terrified. But, but there's like she was not messing with with what Danielle was putting down at all. No, no, no. She was like, <laughs> like, um, I think you have a lot to answer to at the reunion. Right. Actually, I was like, 
And Danielle was like, wait, me? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. And Andy, Andy like, didn't know how to react. Because you know who's really bad at Watch What Happens Live is Amanda. Oh, my God. Yes. There's like, no difference you than when she's in the, the audience fucking question. There. I know. I know. She's like, and well, I don't want to, like, hurt anybody. I'm like, you are, though. Like, so stop playing this, like, nice girl act. You're not nice. No, I, Sam, let me tell you. With my okay. personal experience. Oh. And I do like Amanda a lot. And I think she's very sweet. And like, even like meeting her, meeting her at BravoCon, so nice. I think she's a good Bravo liberty. People in my life, I'm just not someone who's quick to cry. And oh, when people okay. do it to me in conflict, I just don't. I mean, I cry, but like, it just feels with her, not convenient. I think they're, it's a genuine reaction, but it is every single time. And then it's like yeah. the other person looks like they're bullying her or like, oh, or like they're the bad guy. So they like, have to go like console her. And it's like when she's the one who she did say that about Lindsay at the reunion. It was messed up when she said it. Yeah, crazy, crazy. crazy. So that is the thing where it's just like she, um, she tries to have it both ways a little bit. Where like she's the nice girl, but also like the gossipy one. Mm-hmm. And it just it you kind of can't have it that way mm-hmm. um, unless you're like really like cunning and, and and it's not that she's not smart, but it just doesn't work. It just Something is it's is not working. Me. That show is not working. And it's no. very clear. Who the fuck is Chris? Also, uh, where are the boys? Where where's Luke? Where's where's Luke? Like where are the men? And I'm usually I'm the type of like Bravo fan who like the male really celebrities are at the bottom of me neither. And the fact yes. that I want the guys that yeah. one weekend when Andrea was there, I was like, oh my god, thank God. Like we have thank something god. here. He's a and pure angel. What is the working schedule at Summer House also? Like can everyone just take any weekend off they want? Like they haven't I, had a full cast. I don't think yet. Like there's always someone gone. I know it's very weird. It's, it's just not the, the premise of the show is not working with these people anymore with their lives and stuff. It's like, get out of here. Also, no one's buying lover boy. No, no one. I'm sorry. No one is buying lover boy. This is not, you're not going to hit the skinny girl jackpot. There was a peak. Like you said, when like we had peak summer house and lover boy was really taking off. This was like summer 2021, maybe like, and yes. I just moved back to New York like after and, COVID. I was, and I live literally around the corner from Kyle and Amanda. I live in Fide. Um, But there would be in our delis, like lover boy. And I was like, it was so exciting for me to try it and have fun. And then that was kind of it. <laughs> and then I tried it. Yeah. It was the summer of 2021. <clears throat> that season, that era was really, really fun for Summer House. Like, it was COVID. um, You know, people watched during COVID. And then, you know, they were really into the show. And then it kind of peaked. And now it's like, okay, I don't really care. With the Hannah of it all. I mean, that was like a season. Love it or hate it. Everyone was watching and had an opinion on it. I was Hannah. I was too. It was like. And I was getting eaten the fuck up. Sam. (laughs) We have been in the trenches together. Between me and you. We're in. The trenches. We are like deep between being basset hounds, jack o' lanterns, and defending oh Burner. You and I are just are always in the trenches. Always it's crazy. And, and I feel like we always come out on top. It just take. It might take a couple years, but so Listen. far, I mean, when people rave about Candace, do you just want to hit them in the face I, and be like, "Hello"? I literally, if you weren't there for season five. Because here's the thing about Candace, and in one of my interviews with her, she did say this, because I just asked her about, like, 
how it feels with like because the fan reception it's sizably different and she's like yeah i feel like i haven't changed people have just like arrived to me and it is true this is it's the true. same hilarious like just so engaging candace that we've had since her literal first season that's the first scene yeah hello i mean literally. hello literally yeah She's been the since same girl. Since I see you remix. Since I see you remix. Or the original I see you at the wedding. Like At the wedding. Just... Her wedding is my favorite Bravo wedding that's ever happened. It low-key deserved a special, but it also got like three episodes worth of content in the actual season anyway. It was so but... good. But Jared, we could talk forever. Let's get into New Jersey. Okay. <sighs> New Jersey. This is the famous episode where Louis tells everyone that he wears Nono's pajamas. Same, and. Please. I've been sick over this since I saw the preview last week. I can't stop thinking about it. It makes no sense. He was like, he looked at Joe, Joey Gorga and goes, yes. I wear your father's pajamas to keep your nieces safe. Like, pardon? Get a ring camera. Don't wear his pajamas. It is rare, especially on Jersey. It's not the type of show where, like, your jaw is dropping at what people are saying. Like, because Jersey's just the same thing. It's, like, fighting, good drama. This mm-hmm. was, like, a sentence I never thought I would ever hear in my life. No. <laughs> with anyone. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm still trying to break it down. And the more they yeah. explain it, I think what's getting lost here, because even if they were brand new, he was using it to justify his closeness to his nieces. Yeah. So it's still weird? It's weird no matter how you slice it. It's fucking weird. And that after show clip that you shared, I literally can't stop laughing watching it because I am Jen and Jackie at the same time. Just laughing And Danielle so going, and Danielle just uh, being like, Jen. Jen. Stop. I'm like, I'm just going to let you take this one because. Yeah, because everyone was like, that is crazy. Like, it's so weird. And Melissa's like, I have no words. Like, this is crazy. But. Um, so we kind of start the episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like still thinking about it. Um, it's really funny. So <laughs> they start the episode and we find out what the real beef is between Joe and Louie. And it has to do with Nono's pizza oven. <laughs> I'm sorry, this business venture people. that Joe Gorga thought, hey, I'm going to bring my sister in. We can have this family pizza oven business. <laughs> Oh my God. What are we talking? Do you ever think about that? I, I have I these moments every week where I'm like, what am I? Nono's pizza oven. It's just like literally. rolls off the tongue. Like, yeah, it, it does. Just like Gorga's homemade Italian pizza or whatever. Their, their restaurant Giuseppe's? that they had. Giuseppe's? Yes. There was just been multiple pizza places. There have been. <laughs> and the paper shredding company. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> All seem viable. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway, so it turns out that Louis supposedly invested $250,000 wanted to cut Joga kind of out of the deal because he's like, you're not putting up any money. So like, why would you be 50 50 on this deal? Um, Joe then finds out that Teresa did a photo shoot for Nono's pizza oven, tried to call it skinny pizza, (laughs) trying to rebrand her skinny Italian vibes. Um, What are your fucking thoughts? Because I don't get it. It's still very convoluted. I'm hoping this okay, is something we can you. iron out at the reunion because I watched the episode twice because I just thought it was a good Same. episode. Yeah. If you notice, this feels like something that was brought up. I don't know when they were doing the confessionals, but like they weren't talking about it in detail in the actual scenes they were in. So when they were mm-hmm. actually at breakfast, they were just talking vaguely about a business deal. But then in their confessionals, 
they were actually giving us the details. Mm -hmm. So I hope that we get more from that. I think it's all very convoluted. I can't really follow it, but this is going to be my summary for most of the, our Jersey talk. I just think for me, what I see is that there's a lot of finger pointing mm. to the Gorga side. And mm -hmm. it's not that the Gorgas are saying they haven't done anything or haven't, you know, gotten their hands dirty either. It's just more like, if you're pointing the finger at us, we can point the finger at you. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it does yeah. seem like there was a miscommunication there. And also, I don't know anything about business. How was he, how did he lose that money if they were never made? That's, That's what I don't get. I don't understand that. Like Sonia didn't lose any money because the pizza oven, the toaster oven never existed. Right. Like how much was this photo shoot? Uh, not $250,000. If you're spending $250,000 on a photo shoot, you better be on a fucking iceberg in Iceland with, you know, makeup by Mario doing your makeup. Like you, you better be giving us a look. Well, absolutely. Like, and, and that's the thing too. And we I feel like they were in her really backyard. Know... Oh, 1000%. And I just think we still don't really know what he does. Mm -hmm. He said lead generation. I watch what happens live famously. And Andy <laughs> Cohen's face was like, oh, no, no, no. He goes, you know that housewife went to prison for that, right? <laughs> like, right. yikes. Right. Yeah, it's bad. It's, you know, Louie, I really had high hopes because at the end of the day, I do want Teresa to be happy. I want everyone to be in love. I understand, like, you know, that. But Louie is shysty. He's a scoundrel. He's he's just shady kind of slithering around like and he does this weird thing and I want you to talk about it because I believe it was your tweet that I saw where he does this weird thing where he like gets her riled up about stuff mm -hmm. and then like talks to the other person is like no, no no I totally get what you mean yeah no he i mean so how do we solve the problem like louis Reales. like that's what i want to know like how do we solve this because i think i want to also set the record straight as a Teresa. how like, do we solve a, a problem like louis oh because oh, yeah. i think what gets lost in the conversation and this is why like jersey twitter in particular is so hard like oh me my god critiquing louis or Teresa doesn't mean like Teresa made me fall so like atlanta was your entry point jersey was mine like I fell in love with this woman in this story. I want nothing but for her to have a happily ever after. However, I can be a fan of hers and not agree with her. Like, I almost wish if, like, the, the tree hugger statement was a bit more forgiving and that, like, I just can't get enough of her. I know she can be wrong sometimes, but I love her. Because mm -hmm. there's so many housewives that I feel that way. I still love Teresa. But instead, mm -hmm. it's like, everyone else is wrong. One or dead. <laughs> Literally. And I'm like... yeah. And that is the thing to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. I tweeted that like he will rile her up to then undermine her later to make himself look good. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird. Like he will rile the girls up. Like he'll be talking a lot of crap about Melissa and Joe Crazy and Margaret. Crap. But then when like the actual confrontation is happening, he will flip a switch. And I don't like the way he talks to her. I'm sorry. And I know that the bar is low in Jersey in terms of the way husbands deal with their wives. But there is something that makes me really uncomfortable when he was oh. telling her to be quiet and that he was sitting there with Melissa when he was asking to hold Melissa's when he hand. Was like, holding he her hand. Weird. It's really weird. The the FaceTime, or not the FaceTime, 
the video of him talking about forgiveness and then you see those Tweedledee and Tweedledum like <laughs> pop up in the back. Bill and whatever the fuck. Sam. It's so cringe and they're just like, yeah, man, apologies. And I'm just like, you guys are so fucking disgusting. I love Jersey this season. I know people are getting sick of the Melissa and the Teresa stuff, but I also feel like there's so much other drama going on that like I'm kind of not really focused on that but I did laugh really hard mm-hmm. when Joe Gorga sat down with Louie and Teresa and Louie and I haven't seen people talk about this and I really need to get it off my chest please when Louie handed him the pillow and said that this is the talking <laughs> pillow and wh- whoever has the pillow gets to talk and Joe looked at him like are you okay (laughs) like i'm a grown-ass man i'm not gonna hold a fucking throw pillow and be like so i'm feeling and i'm thinking that do you know who you're dealing with (laughs) you're dealing with my sister (laughs) it's crazy he literally handed him a fucking pillow and said this is the talking pillow it's like a new girl when she was like this is the feeling stick (laughs) it's it's very weird i'm like i don't get what's going on and he is so like intense on therapy and it's like Teresa I think just learned what therapy means and the word because I think it's like her word of the day because she won't stop fucking using it I'm like what how you can look at 20 years later and not understand why they're kind of hurt that you won't invite her mom to the wedding because what Donna (laughs) no Jared when they keep referring to Melissa's mom like that, I can't help but laugh. Donna Marco. Donna, Donna Marco left. Have you talked to Donna Marco? If Donna Marco called me, I would have invited Donna Marco. Like, it's literally, it's the first and last name basis on Jersey that is just home to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's always John Fuda. Dolores Catania. Dolores Catania. Joe Gorga. Like, it just is what it is. And you're yeah. right. It's like, Melissa said it in one of her confessionals when she was like, you don't get to come here and preach at me now when like you also stirred this and you riled this up. So it's, and again, here's what I've been saying this whole time. Like the conversation is lost to me when you've invited Marge senior and Jennifer Aiden's mom and Chanel. Thank you. It's that part for me. Like, you can't say, you know, I get not wanting to invite Teresa's sisters because I do feel like they maybe got into the, the drama of it a little too much, but right. her mom was like hanging out with no, no, like, you know, do you know, really there for the family and they've known each other for, they've been family for over 20 years. Like it just makes sense that she would be invited. And like you said, when you're inviting people like Marge senior and Chanel Ayan to your fucking and Ramona singer, like you yes. can't invite Donna Marco. Yes. It's not and right. And this therapy thing, I mean, listen, I'm happy for her. I'm always pro-therapy. Everyone should therapy. go to therapy. Absolutely. Amen. I just laughed so hard, Sam, when like she literally bit Jackie's head off harder than ever before. And then was like, see, this is therapy. And was holding her, her glass. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is it? Because it, there really was no difference than how you no. react and All Jackie the time. said nothing. Jackie was like, well, that's just not nice. Shut the fuck up. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck Get is going on? Yeah, literally. I was like, and Jackie's like standing there like, I literally said nothing to you. I just I said, well, that's not Sam, nice. 
because we've been in the trenches and I feel like as oh. a jack-o'-lantern, I can humble myself and say, okay, the season was a little rough for Jackie and she's been open about this. She mm-hmm. was, you could tell the dynamic was different. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this episode, she leaned into her role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Every scene, she kind of was making stuff happen. She mm-hmm. was bringing up Danielle stuff. She was getting the mix of the Melissa stuff and it was kind of just enough. Yeah. Um, and what's with, what do you think about the Danielle gossiping? Not that this is my podcast, but I'm like asking you questions. No, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I what love do you it. think about this, you know, this conversating coffee talk thing? Because it just seems like a rookie mistake to me. Um, yeah. The thing with Danielle is she's, I really do think that this is the, who she is. Like, I really think that she is like this crazy, this loud, bougie girl, (laughs) but she has to stop leaving when there's fights because that is not how you like become a housewife, babe. That's just not it. You can't keep leaving. And it's so frustrating. I'm like, just talk it out and shut the fuck up. And I'm afraid that she's trying to go by the Teresa Judice playbook a little too hard because it, it, you're not her and you'll never be her. You might have the same storyline and you might have the same, you know, (laughs) bougie energy, but like, you'll never be Teresa. Right. And you have to earn a walk off. Like, and it hasn't even gotten to that point. This is information that she's offered. She told yeah. Melissa this story and told yeah. all of this and it made yeah. no sense. Like, it's not like there well, was. Also, it's housewives, yeah. sweetie. People are going to ask you questions. They're going to be confrontational. These women, that's the name of the game. This right. isn't true life. I'm a Staten Island girl anymore. <laughs> this is Real Housewives of New Jersey. If you tell yes. the women, especially this group of women who are dealing with a very similar circumstance with a brother and a sister-in-law and not getting along, I mean, you're going People are going to talk about it. Yes. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. And then with the Arsenal thing, I mean, I think A, casting did an amazing job with Rachel and Danielle because they could not be more different. And I feel like I agree. This. But I do think that like she kind of tried to throw Rachel under the bus, but Rachel seemed like someone who like remembers what she said on camera and was like, what did I say? I didn't say anything. You yeah. did, you know? And yeah. I think. It is interesting. If I had one little complaint about this season, it's that from some housewives, there's just, there's a lot of bringing old stuff from last mm. season. Yeah. And I'm not just a Marge apologist. I will call out when Marge is wrong, but I do feel like it's like, what are we really fighting about here outside of just, and I get it, Jen is hurt by what happened last year. Yeah. 1000%. That's it takes a long time to get over. But it's not our typical housewives like, okay, we're going to take baby steps and see. It's just like kind of rehashing old things. Um, mm-hmm. And it, that's the one thing. And I love, I can watch Marge and Jen fight for another five seasons. Don't get me wrong. Forever. Forever. They are so nasty to each other. Oh, they just You are disheveled drug addict. I was like. <laughs> you oh. have no family. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, oh my God. If anyone said any of these things to me, I would. I would be on the floor. Oh, and when Marge gets that, like, yell, you know, she has that, like, yell from, like, her gut. Yeah. And then Jen will just go at it. And, like, it literally gives me chills. And we've seen it for, like, four or five seasons now. But I just think in this season, it's getting to the point where, like, I don't, 
maybe they just are never going to be friends and that's okay. But mm-hmm. like, there's no, it's tough with Jen and me. I love Jen and I really think she's one of the best housewives, but I do feel like that we have on Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I a great, wish... great housewife. Oh, 1000%. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine the show without her and I don't see her going anywhere anytime soon, but oh, I no. just do feel like. We'll see like... her get divorced. <clears throat> oh, hello. That is hello. the one thing I will say. And someone was tweeting this. Yes, Marge is a gossip, but everything she's ever said it's true. is kind of true. It's the sleeping true. in the pool house, how she's unhappy, all these things. Yeah. And that's this like four I years said ago. this. I say this on this podcast all the time. Is that I think if Jen came to Marge and was vulnerable, yeah. was softer and owned her shit, Marge would hundred percent be there for her. Oh yeah. Like, if she was like, yeah, my marriage fucking sucks. I never know when he comes home. I have to check the security cameras. And he goes in the pool house and then comes back in when the kids are done eating dinner. I would yeah. set that pool house on fire. No, I'd be, did you come home and it it's giving? <laughs> Just completely gone. Just gone. There would be a bulldozer and a pile of dirt. And I'd be like, were you, where are you going to go Were you the one who tweeted how this is giving David and Shannon? Yes, I and did. I got eaten the fuck up for you it, got- per usual. <laughs> I mean, anything. I but, but we to... love Shannon is the thing. It's not that so that's, No, and I literally tweeted underneath that. And I was like, here are the things that they have in common. One, both of the women want to make their marriage work. Two, both of the husbands are checked the fuck out. And three, there was long-term affairs. Hello? Right. Uh, right. Tell me how I'm wrong, please. <laughs> Feel are such not... clowns. And this Flannery. is just how this is how our brains work, though. This is all I think about all day. I just make no. these patterns, and I'm like, no, oh, it's this is this. really sick. I'm always like, wow, okay, this person's like this. This is the you know. I always mm-hmm. do like a callback because you know history does repeat itself, and uh, I hate Bill. I hate him. Yeah. I hate Bill Aiden. I think he's nasty. There, and here's the thing: say what you want about Joe Gorga. You saw in this last episode. Yeah. we And I think this is where there's something there with how Jen feels about it. Maybe okay. even Teresa. He is always 10 toes down defending Melissa. No matter Not. what. Strippergate. He showed up right there. Oh, yeah. He will, even if they disagree, he will always defend her mm-hmm. and ride for her and They've got, he's got his own things too. I mean, they're not. Perfect, yeah, no, but. he is, has um, misogynistic tendencies. Yes. But at the end of the day, he loves her. He yes. respects Melissa. And I think he, out of all the husbands on that show, you know, and Joe Benigno loves Marge to death. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that there's a you lot of triggering. Uh, hello. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of triggering things. I imagine if I was Jen, I would mm-hmm. kind of feel that way too, because I do feel like. Say what you want. He's defending her. Yeah. Jealousy. Jealousy. Do you remember <laughs> when Ramona did that? Jealousy. Yes. Um, At first I thought this was like an Olivia Rodrigo reference. And I was like, no, that's not it. Definitely Ramona. <laughs> no, no, no. I I do love Olivia. Where is she? I don't know. Joshua's like, everywhere. Um, Olivia is nowhere. And I don't <laughs> no. get it. I, I, so, I bet she's back soon. I hope she comes back with fucking bangers like i'm really ready for that like summer Mm -hmm. summer hits um oh i before we stop talking about jersey i do want to ask you what you think of paulie okay so (laughs) okay we're we're ready i'm seated 
like literally all these women, Dolores Catania is like one of my favorite people on the planet. I just think that she is like, she's a warm hug. She's a chocolate chip cookie of a person. Oh, I've never, that is literally true. Mm -hmm. That is literally true. Like I would want to confide in her. Like I would tell her my deepest, darkest secrets. Oh, uh, there's just something so comforting about her. And I think Mm -hmm. that I could watch her and her dad talk all day. I could watch 45 minutes of that when they were just walking around. Two liter of pop soda, excuse me. And he was just like, I didn't want to drink any of yours. <laughs> I was like, you're a sweet man. Or when her mom was like, I didn't eat cake this morning. Yes. I'm like, I'm like you're an angel. And that I think people underestimate. That is hard to find. People that right. captivating. Ca- it really is. Remember her old grandma? Yes. The old woman. I loved her. May yes. she rest. But so I, what do you think of Polly? So yes. I really do see both sides because, and I think Dolores said this in her last confessional, she's like, what do these women want from her? All they had to do was complain about David, how David wasn't around. Now you have someone who was around and you're upset about Frank. I love Frank though. And I feel bad for him. Those baby blues. Yes. I I love him so much and he loves her, but I don't think... The the jury's still out on Polly for me. Like I I don't think we got to know him that much, but I can Mm -hmm. tell he does love her. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's not a rational request for Dolores to not be around her ex every day. Well, I'm like, he's filming. He's a <laughs> right. part of this show. Like, they're going to be around, Polly. And yes. like like you said, I'm torn. I, I go back and forth because I'm like, they do have a strange dynamic. Right. They, he is a part of the cast. Like, he is a part <laughs> of this show. Like, he will be around. I do think, you know, I get where Polly's coming from where I'm like, maybe he doesn't need to like have a key to your house. Right. Maybe that's something that doesn't need to happen. Um, and I, I kind of softened more towards Frank's side a little bit last week when even his girlfriend, Brittany, who was like, yeah, we loved having Dolores over. Yeah. You know, because like, they are family like, too. That's the new what's normal. Hard. It is. I did and have I to laugh when he somewhere... said that he was the number one dad. I'm like, your kids hate you. <laughs> his daughter hates him literally you know, she's never never seen she's like what's up frank i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah. i'm like okay right and i i think that there's probably like a really soft spot sweet spot in the middle between david mm-hmm. who was almost too close like when they broke up and david and frank were still living together if i was Laura's, i'd be like okay it's a wrap no no a hundred percent you know, and then I think so. I think there's somewhere in the middle because I do think that Delo- I think listen, all these women do, but Dolores Catania deserves love. She deserves mm-hmm. to be loved and treated like a princess, like a queen. So like, and I do get the sense that she's very happy, mm-hmm. um, and she's picking herself. And that new confessional, the dark hair. She's like got her hair and it's cut and it's d- really dark. She looks so fucking stunning. Oh, Another one of the most gorgeous housewives. No, it's, ever, ever, it, ever. Yeah, and it I, It really does. I'll never forget. I met her in my Sherbert sweater, <laughs> and I was. I wasn't at BravoCon, but Sam, I know the sweater well. Sweater. I know it well. And I was wearing like skinny jeans and like little booties. It was so fucking disgusting. <laughs> I looked like the chookiest bitch on the planet. It was so <laughs> upsetting. I like was meeting a goddess, and I looked like I crawled <laughs> out of a fucking hole. It oh. looks cute. I think it looks very cute. Thank you. Um. Let's talk Vanderpump Rules. Yes. I have something to say, and it's going to be an unpopular opinion. Say it. 
So today, photos surfaced of Raquel leaving Tom Sandoval's house. Ariana Maddox is out of the is out of town. Everyone's up in arms about this. Everyone's flipping out. Everyone's you know freaking out. What did everyone fucking think was going to happen? They're right. together. They're in a relationship. Is it right? No. No. Is it cool that they can't just go to her shitty studio apartment that has fluorescent, you know, <laughs> lights? Go there. Why do they have to go to Ariana's? I'm not sure, but like. Not the fluorescent lights. Sorry. Everyone was like idea. flipping out about these photos. And I'm like, this isn't shocking. No, it's Every- not. People are being a little weird. Can you admit, like, with the whole scandal, like, people are like, every news isn't all all the news coming at us like <laughs> isn't breaking news. I know. It's like I Ariana know. walking to her car. I'm right. like, okay. When it was like we hadn't seen her, like the first time you see her, okay, that was exciting. What? But it gets to the point where you're right. What else? did you think was going to happen and also i I think we've seen this film before (laughs) but literally literally we know what happens they're gonna have to to, i from how i see it we still have to watch the reunion their only survival is to stay together really literally katie maloney basically said that on watch what happens live she was like i hope they stay together yeah like i hope that you did this for something yes and, but, and they'll never like, be welcomed back no matter w- if they're madly in love and they think that they're each other's soulmates. No. Um, and it's it's going to be a tricky position because on the one hand, this is like the biggest thing to happen for Bump Rules in so long. Like, they're not getting rid of them. How? No. This is literally... Raquel revived this franchise. And Sam, Sorry. I had to come clean. I literally had oh, to come clean because when we would do our State of the Unions during 2020. Times were dark, but... We would have little, <laughs> we would do little clubhouse moments. Yeah. It was like an hour of bright lights. Yeah. And there was so much like, it was that. We were off the first. Oh my God, I'm like knocking. Are you okay? We <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just so excited. We were off the first bad pump roll season going into the second. Oh my God. And I was someone who would say, and you would like defend it. And you still had hope. And I was like, guys, this just may be the end. Like, and Summer House was really popping. I was like, I like my Summer House kids. Like, I don't care about these kids anymore. I was really mm-hmm. turned off by a lot of the stuff that went on with, like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I should have stuck it out, and I didn't. So I, but I've gone back and watched some of the stuff I missed, but, um, and I mean, of course, I'm watching this much. season. Right. And I'm, of course, watching this season, but I really, I hate to say that I stand corrected, but I really do. There have been a few things. It's been, I was someone who called for Tamara to leave. I hate to say it, but I did. You know what? This and is what I love about you is you say that shit because I did too. Have to. I was I was on the boards saying you have to fight. I was fighting with Bravo, one sided <laughs> fight, one sided feud. Bravo had no idea I was fighting with them, but I was like, "Fuck Tamara, fuck Vicky yeah. Dumbleson, get them out of here." I love Kelly Dodd. Yeah. Am oh, okay. Sam, <laughs> me too. I feel Come like to a year later. To her, I feel like I referred to her as Kelly God at one point. No. Yeah. Like I wrote hard for her and I was like, get these fucking bitches off my screen. We don't need them anymore. They bring nothing. What a clown. Literally what a clown. And that is why I will never, ever call for someone to be fired ever again. Cause I'm even with Rinna, I was like, I'm not saying a word. I'm staying out of this. I think the only time I've ever felt like 
firing. And I learned from that lesson too, is that if someone I feel like is so, not to bring up Kelly again, but towards the end there, outside of the show, she just was spouting like a lot Nasty. of like hatred where I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't think I need to consume this. And people were like boycotting that season too. So like, I think that like, that is a point where it's like, maybe we, maybe we take a step back. But for everything else, it's like, I think we've really learned, like none of us are casting. They do a really good job, even when they mess up, because we had a lot to say, I'm sure we're going to get to it, about Ultimate Girls Trip 3 and that cast when we first saw the cast. We were like, what is happening? And we don't yeah, know these confused. women like they do. Because mm-hmm. they work with these women every day, and they know what's going to work, and it works. So that's where it's like, I was wrong about pump pools. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to wait it out a little bit. I feel bad that like it takes their lives all literally crumbling apart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lives, everyone's but... life was in shambles. <laughs> literally, all of them. When their lives started falling apart, I go, get the cameras up. Get the cameras rolling. I totally agree. Like, we are not casting. We are not in the business of hiring and firing. That is, and that's what Leah said on this episode of Girls Trip. She was like, she was like, it's not my fucking place. Like, it is what it is. And like, the thing with Kelly Dodd, and I hate to bring her up, but she likes to bring me up all the time. So (laughs) buckle up, bitch, is, um, she was just really hateful online. Like it, it yes. took a turn like where it wasn't the show. It was like just her personality and like her heart and her mind. I was like, I can't yes. watch someone like that. Especially like who's unapologetically Remember hateful. Remember that like bridesmaids, all wives matter fucking shirt she fucking wore? Of or course. Hat? Can I How she came for her stepdaughter <laughs> like... online? Like it was nasty. These when she screamed that she was black at the reunion, like it just like got to the point where I think when she told Andy Cohen that he was a bad American. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Five minutes later, we're still rattling off things. Yeah, <laughs> like if the list could I really could go on and on. And then I famously, you know, I say on this podcast all the time, I've done a Real Housewives of Orange County rewatch, like from the very beginning to the end yeah. to current. Tamara Judge is my number one housewife oh. of all time. Go back and rewatch Orange County, and I fucking promise you, she's the mold. She is the housewife's mold. She is everything. I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm due for a rewatch. I did one. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, it it really is one of the best shows we have, and that's why I'm kind of excited for it to come back. But I, that makes me happy that you said that because I love Tamara. Talk about a victory lap was her at Robicon too. It just was like no, her at the panel. At my panel, she comes strolling in, stunning, yeah. gorgeous. Oh. She looks at me. She goes, Jen Shaw came to my to my hotel last night. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, excuse me? I was like shitting my pants because it was like a day prior. People online were saying that Teddy and I got into a physical altercation. Do you remember that? Yes, it was like so. a viral tweet. And it was like these two white girls fighting, fist fighting. And they said that it was me and Teddy. Teddy and, Cam. and me and Teddy were like, yeah, that's not us. Even my boyfriend, he he put into Twitter BravoCon. And that was the first tweet he saw. And he goes, are you okay? I'm like, that's not me. That's literally not me. <laughs> could but, you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? I would lose. <laughs> She's strong. Right? I would oh, just cry. <laughs> But, okay, we're really, I'm sorry. I could talk to you about anything for forever, but Vanderpump. Yes. Vanderpump yes, rules. Um, we were talking, okay, so the, with the Raquel staying at Tom's yeah. house, that's where we were at, right? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. They're together. They're I dating. do feel like 
like you said, something that we know is coming, to, like a season where we know something's coming down the line. Like now mm -hmm. we're just watching with a microscope. Like it's just like so fascinating to see. I know. I watch every interaction between her and Tom. Every, every single, single one. one. I'm like, oh, she's standing by Tom. It gives me chills. Stand by Tom. When Ariana, you know what really breaks my heart is when Ariana like defends her. Is like because Lala was like she looked like SpongeBob, whatever you know, like made a joke she about like what lot. she looks and um, and she was like, no, she looks really good. She looked really pretty. She looked hot or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, this is the girl that you like. You fucking hurt her. This yes. girl, the the one fucking girl who had your back from day one. And you yes. did this to her. It's so fucking sad. And I, I do think that Ariana, and from what I've seen on like podcasts with Lala and stuff, is that Lala or Ariana's in like a much better place. Like she's kind of like a phoenix, like rising from the Tom Sandoval ashes, cigarette yeah. ashes. Oh, um, <laughs> and it's flourishing. Like she's got the world behind her. She's filming a movie in Canada with Megan Good. Like she's okay. on the rise. Tom, on 1, the other hand, is like bunkered down in Valley Village. Completely. And I think, well, I have to be honest too, like, had Scandal not happened, mm -hmm. and I've been honest about this watching, like, I think I low-key might have been on Raquel's Team side. Raquel. Like, there have I been know. some episodes where I'm like, they're kind of bullying her. And mm -hmm. that's where sometimes, we're going to see how it plays out. I live for Lala. Like, she's amazing mm -hmm. and hilarious. But... I wonder, there have been some interviews I'm sure you've seen where she's now saying that like she kind of knew, like she had an inkling. Yeah, she's like, hindsight, I kind of knew. I'm but like, did you? It's just a little convenient because I think two things can be true. Like you had a bad vibe from this girl, so you were kind of mean to her and mm -hmm. it turned out to be true. Do you know what I mean? Because I do yeah. think there were some instances where like, you were wrong. On Katie's, on Katie's trip, it got to the point where I was like, okay, I mean, how many times are we going to, you know, do this yeah um so that's been kind of weird for me watching too when is that katie kelly walks kind of in like... and goes she has her lights on <laughs> i was like oh my god like i totally agree i would have been so team raquel yeah in this season just through certain points yeah but i think raquel is probably she kind of reminds me of like a more evil version of jules from Real Houses totally. of New York. Yeah. Like where she can't form a sentence. And you're just like, and Bethany would be like, use a verb. Yeah. Use a verb. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it sounds really mean and it is, but like, Ooh. it would be really annoying to be around a person like that who like Very. is doing this shit, causing all of this chaos, and then like can't verbally like get it, fight back, you know? Right. Especially that's annoying when, like it's kind of your job to verbally fight you know I, I, and, like, this is a verbal it. show babe right I, and I, I need maybe it's something. the cameras like but what i don't get jared is the tom schwartz of it all are they using him as a decoy because what is with like the flirting and the going to the bathroom and the looking at the lights together like i don't really get it <sighs> I almost want to, from what I'm gathering, and again, I could be wrong, which we're going to find out more at the reunion. I don't get the feeling that if it had, with what we're watching now, if it's already started, I get the feeling that Schwartz did know, but not until he had to know. Mm -hmm. Until it got to the point where, you know what I mean? Like, 
it mm-hmm. was that far in, I almost feel like she is flirting with him and like he is flirting back, you know, in a playful mm-hmm. way. They're maybe not taking it that seriously, but. But even I in her confessional, she made a comment about Schwartz and that was like a couple months ago. Right. And I think maybe, maybe what I think happened is that they're leaning, they leaned into it like once they wrapped. And like they leaned into it around BravoCon, the whole Schwartz mm. and like Schwartz and Raquel. I don't know. Like they leaned into it. Yeah. But I think as it, because of what they were actually hiding, but I think as it was happening, I don't think they're that clever to be like, okay, this is going to be the deal. I don't think Raquel is that clever. Do I don't think Raquel is that clever. Um, I did tear up. I could tear up right now talking about it. And I don't know why I'm so emotional about it. This is the Brock. Brock and Lala and Sheena. Oh my God. And their little family. I know full house. No, I literally <laughs> cry. You are literally. I know. Uh, when he came to her and said like, you, I had to hear those things. Like as mean and horrible as you were to me. I really needed to hear those things. And now I'm moving forward in my relationship with my ex and my, my daughter winter. And, um, you know, and when Lala was, I have chills all over. (laughs) I could cry. I know. When Lala was just like, he's such a good dad and he's such a good husband to Sheena. And he's so good to my daughter. And I like, that is so special. And I feel so fucking bad that I ever made fun of this man and mocked him. I know because I, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing at first, too, but I just think, I mean, even just the way he interacts, you can tell there's so much love there. So much. Even when he like, showed up love the surprise her. party, I was With just like, oh bun. my god. He looked like a it Disney was... prince. I know. I, I think... And their daughter. Think... Beyond. so cute. She didn't really thrive. Thri- no, this was like, I loved this for her. Like, Sheena's yes. getting her happy ending. She's... You know, she has her daughter, her her rainbow baby. She has mm-hmm. Brock. She has her, you know, her house in Palm Springs. And then she has her place in Marina Del Rey. And Lala just bought a place next to her in Palm Springs. And, like, yeah. they have this little community of, like, moms. And I just think it's, like, so beautiful. It is. It is, it is very cute. It is. It's, okay? like, heartwarming. Just because we've known these people for so long. I know. And, like, we saw the shit that Sheena went through with Shay and all of that and the hardship with Rob. And in the friend group, frankly. I mean, I, it was oh, nice no. to even just see them all rally around her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been in this group for a while now. Yeah. But I think it's been a lot of this, you know? <laughs> and it still is. It's still this. Because this season, uh, she's driving me nuts with the whole Katie and Schwartz thing. I'm like, why are you so invested in this divorce? Why do you hate Katie so much? And then when she said, oh, yeah, no, I moved her room. She's in a different tower. And I downgraded her. I was like, Sheena? You're a reality star. I will say, I kind of like the pettiness of it. No, I love it. But I think for the actual, like, it was just like, just sweet to hear her say it. But yeah, it is like, there's a like, hmm. And I don't think, I really don't think she's malicious. And I, I will say, I do feel like in a lot of instances, breakups are hard. And Schwartz has kind of been a better friend of Sheena than Katie has, if you're looking at their entire history of friendship. Mm-hmm. However, um, she definitely is like a little like very interested in it but yeah. i don't think she even knew clearly didn't know she, what actually was going on with sheena i feel like she kind of she never thinks the next step ahead 
Like she always just does and says something like in the moment. And like, she never thinks of like the ripple effect that that will have. Like, Okay, like you're going to have shorts on your podcast because like you want downloads. That's her first thought, Mm -hmm. which is like, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but go off. And uh, then like, but then she doesn't think about like, oh, then there's the next thing, which is like, that's going to hurt Katie. That's going to create this tension with you guys. Like it, Mm -hmm. she doesn't think like that. And that's why I love her. (laughs) You know, she's a simple girl. Right. No, she's Tina. She absolutely is. That is mm. that is honestly such a brilliant assessment of it. I didn't even think of it. Thought of I it really like need that, the reunion. Right. I I need it. I mean, like, that's I the d- thing now. I'm like ready to fast track. I mean, we know that cameras did go up though, so I'm sure we're gonna get some. Maybe the last episode's gonna be them mm-hmm. filming. Mm-hmm. Um, but this reunion is gonna be. I mean, I feel like we keep having these like landmark reunions, like the first Erica one. Oh. With that season, that was like a landmark one. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one's going to be a huge one. So I'm mm-hmm. listen. I'm ready. Let's do I'm it. I'm ready. What do you think of James and Allie before we get into girls' trip? Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. also say this with all the kindness of my heart. How okay. old is she? <laughs> she looks so young. She's a baby. She's like I think twenty three. And honestly, I'm just seeing so many parallels. My roommate and I are also rewatching literally from the beginning. We just have it on the background. It is literally Kristen and James. It is the exact same thing where Kristen kind of wanted Sandoval back. Like mm-hmm. James is just like short circuiting around Raquel because he does still love her. I really think he does. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't like Allie and Allie's just embarrassed by his behavior. Just like James was embarrassed by Kristen's behavior. Like it's literally the exact same pattern. Mm-hmm. And... I think she's nice. I think she's really nice. And like, I just feel bad for her. I do too. She's mortified by him. Mortified yes. by him. Yes. She's like, I'm going to get up from the table. <laughs> she, yes. I think she hates him personally. I don't, because like when she was like, yeah, we're twin flames, but you know, that doesn't always mean a happy ending. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that's weird. That's like a weird and, thing to say about the person you're in a relationship with. Like, okay. I feel like and all the girls put up with more too raquel put up with a lot (laughs) raquel put up with a lot and yeah i won't get into that on this podcast because i'm afraid of like being sued but i think some things happened there um darkness um Mm. what was was there for sure um yeah like when you have an escape plan (laughs) something bad is happening yeah that's all i'll say and I, anyway, listen, not, to, I, not to bring it down, yeah. but <laughs> you could. I was gonna say because I kind of feel for her because like I like love James as a reality star. Like I could. He's just, a reality like, watch star. Him all day. He's a Would menace. I want to date him? No. So like, that's where it's like you know. Lala, when he was like, "I'm gonna put some babies in her," she was like, "Ew, can you fucking not?" She was well, like, if Brock disgust. could do it, I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like, can you say like we're gonna be making a family? And he's like, "No." Yeah. And, but you know what? Also, LVP his dad looks really good. on her face. His dad looked great. His dad looked um, healthy and good. I was saying that just LVP just always does this thing with him, with all the boys on the show, frankly. But mm-hmm. with him, like, she's like, stop. But it's like full cheesing. Like, as yeah. much as LVP could smile. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, James, please. It, James. <laughs> it's like, James, what are you doing? I love it. Also, you know, I'm glad to see Ken. I am. I 
I'm like, oh, there's Ken. Ken is like, you know, we have these husbands like Ray. We have Ken. Where it's just like, you're just. Greg Lee. Yes. You're happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Hanging out, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. but we've also seen signs. Of, I mean, goodbye, Kyle. Obviously, we've definitely seen activated Ken. We've seen him uh, when he looks at James and go, "I'm gonna knock you spark out." I <laughs> was horny. <laughs> screaming. I was. I was like, I love him. Wait, Sam. Um, we usually have the same exact types of Robin Liberty guys, but Ken is not on mine because I know you and I share. It was just in that our... moment, like it was just oh. he showed like protectiveness over Lisa. Okay. Okay, I, I was like, wait. I know I you and I share it. Chris Larita. Like, that's our <gasps> man. That is literally. How you bring him up. <laughs> Chris Larita. Talk about the... ten toes down for his woman. Talk about ten toes, ten fingers, kneecaps, elbows, <laughs> earlobes. He is. He rides so hard for his wife. Yes. And I love him. Like when oh. he talks, like you listen. Like he oh just God. command. He honestly commands room. <laughs> I could see. I get like flustered <laughs> talking. Like, look at us. We're just smiling. <laughs> we're sweating. I wish you could see. We're, oh, we're beaming. Literally, like. Yeah. Oof, okay. Yeah, I just love him. Um. Also, before we get into girls' trip, I do just have one question. Ask away. This is not Vanderpump Rules related, but it just popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. Luann and Jacques and Jacques were at mm-hmm. Bad Cinderella together. <laughs> do you think that Jacques and um? Why can't I say his name? Jacques and yeah. Luann are end game. I think um, it's weird that he's never gotten remarried. I think it's weird that I, he's never had kids. And I think it's weird that they still hang out. I think it is weird. And maybe it is that thing where it's like they're each other's person. Maybe if they are necessarily end game, twin flames, you know? And I think that some people have relationships like that. I don't know. I think Luann is maybe they are, but I think honestly, in a respective and like I respect it, honestly, as someone mm-hmm. who's recent recently ish single, like Luann is all about her single era all the time. And she is all about flirting and having fun. And I really love that for her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. And even when she's avoiding Bethany at Bad Cinderella. Well, one of the things that I love when people talk about Luann is they always say, like, Luann can get any man. Yes. Like it, they're like it's crazy. Like and you don't I know how it happened. It. Oh, I do too. Like, she's charming and she's stunning. A first of all, Her body. and there's something about wasn't it on Girls Trip one? She was like really flirty. Oh, with what's his name? The with guy who guy. ran. The, yeah, and honestly, there was a lot of chemistry there. She could have chemistry with anything. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. Well, speaking of Girls Trip, let's get into Girls Trip. Yay. I'm so happy, Portia. Portia, motherfucking Williams. Okay. I'm obsessed. I've always loved Portia, but we've had such a time away from her. And I feel like I'm the only person on this planet who loved Portia Family Matters. (laughs) I loved that show. I I was seated every single (laughs) Sunday for Portia Family Matters. I mean, Sam, it was good TV. Um, I think that maybe the timing of it, it was, I think that there was a lot with the Simon of it all. Like, I almost feel like this break was such a good decision. Mm-hmm. I think if she had stayed on Housewives, we would have had a whole season about that. It would have been like, we're all grilling Portia. And that just mm-hmm. never, that's, that only can get you so far. Um, and it's nice, it's nice to miss these women. It really mm-hmm. is. And she is just like, 
in my opinion, I think there's no way she doesn't come back for 16 of Atlanta. I totally agree. I think she'll be back. It's, it's time. She has to come back. I just think she's just so funny and so breezy. <sighs> she can like breeze in and out of stuff like I, like I've never seen. It's yes. really amazing. And like her little one liners that she doesn't even realize are like that funny are hilarious. Like I keep saying jalapeno Pepsi. And then she's like, yeah. are you trying to get ate up? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I love this woman. Or like when oh she's like, God. it was a once in a Thailand. <laughs> and, you know, her and Giselle on that couch together, like oh. laughing and talking about she need a man. She take a man. And and Giselle was like, well, you kind of did take a man. And she's like, <laughs> she starts laughing. It's so good. She is the mother I never had. No, I'm kidding. She is <laughs> literally no, really? like so funny. Even just with the Heather Graham and Whitney Houston, I <gasps> literally am Dying. still laughing at that. Like she just is so good at this. I and know. there's something to be said about these, like, she isn't an OG, but kind of feels like one. Like, someone from, like, yeah. the old guard, you know? like It's like really... Shannon Bedore. Like, yes. that's how I feel about her, too. Yes, and I think that she is just so charismatic. I love watching her. And she brings out the best out of, of Giselle. As someone who really does love Giselle, but is, like, constantly mm-hmm. frustrated with her, like, all mm-hmm. of us. Or not, like, all of us. <laughs> uh, there's, like, yeah. a few of us who still like Giselle. But then I feel yeah. like, I'm just, like... Hating Giselle has got to be so exhausting because then she's on Ultimate Girls Trip. I'm like, I'm having so much fun. She's I know. hilarious. She is hilarious. Yeah. And I when... think, sorry, you go. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, that was it. No, please. I just think that she's hilarious. Like, and I, the way that, again, people get so frustrated, but like, no one asks her anything. I really don't think people ask her things. Like, could she show more? Yeah. But I also think that there's this weird misconception. And like, I don't think that the women sit down and they're like, okay, so I'm only doing this many home scenes this season mm-hmm. and everyone else would do some. I really don't think that they all film the same amount, but they don't show, like they show Giselle at home when they want to. And they don't like, it's not like some of them are filming at home every day and Giselle's like, you're not right. getting none of me, you know? Right. And to be fair, we don't see a lot of them at home. I think the like, shows have changed. We don't see yeah, a lot of we, that anymore. The Potomac girls are out and about. They're on trips together. We see like Candace in the kitchen with her sister, yeah. or we'll see Ashley and baby baby Dean. Um, I love that the other baby just like doesn't exist. She only wears a necklace that says Dean. Um, <laughs> I need her to get uh the other one's she name put on her. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan, isn't it Dean and Dylan? Dylan, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. She never talks about baby Dylan. She's all, yeah. she's all about baby Dean. <laughs> um, and you know, Robin. Like, we just don't. We get. I think we do get a little bit more Robin scenes at home because she's with Juan, and like, there's right. a lot of controversy with them. But that's it. Right. Like, so I totally get what you're saying. And like, when she said she was like, "Yeah, people don't ask me questions," I was like, "Wait, they actually don't. Like, you're yeah. not wrong." They no. don't. They'll come for her. Like, they'll talk about how she dresses and how she doesn't no. have a man and all these things. But they mm-hmm. don't ask her things. And I don't know. I think Portia is bringing... The whole trip is... Like, Giselle is a pro. And I loved how... She is a, a Even in that first wife. episode, when Heather and her confessional was like, yeah, like, I'm with the pros now. And I got... Like, this was a mess. And I'm She's gonna out of her to, league. Like, come. I mean... These Salt Lake girlies, and I love them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Woo! This is like 
so they're intense. out of this water. This is like a boot camp. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Even just the way that they. It's so interesting to see like how each city has a different signature way that they fight and talk about things, you know, mm-hmm. and how they bring up conflict and whatever. But in this last episode, when all of them are just exasperated by the two of them, and they're just like, please, can we stop talking about this? Yeah. Whenever, like in Housewives, like all you want to do is talk about the drama, but it's convoluted. It's still confusing. They're mm-hmm. fighting. They're fighting about not nothing. They're fighting about nothing. nothing, but they're fighting about everything is is the problem. And like the thing with those women versus everybody else is they believe in resolution. And that's how their shows stay popular is because they're yes. able to have conflict and then they make up. And yes. then these women like haven't learned that yet. And Leah, poor Leah, she's fighting for her poor life Leah. on this island. <laughs> She, oh my God, poor Leah. She, I feel terrible for her. Like she's literally by herself on this fucking island and has no one and is like, my show's not coming back. I'm never coming back. I don't know why I'm here. Like she's so confused. Tinsley was supposed to be here. Tinsley. Which honestly, thank God though. I mean, I it would have been. And we got Portia. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I, again, I listened to your last episode and I, again, the narrative of Leah ruined Roni or Leah and Ebony somehow took down this longstanding franchise. They just came together and decided that yeah. it wasn't going to work anymore. Yeah. Um, just drives me nuts. We don't have to go into that. But I think that Leah is in a tough spot and I can see how she is a polarizing person to film a show with. Like she does For say sure. things that are kind of like, really? But like them... I don't think they're mis- they are ganging up on her a little bit, and it's a lot. But I do. I think maybe you tweeted this. There was something that shifted when she was blaming production about that last season and that conversation. I feel mm-hmm. like after that, the girls were just like siding her really weird, and they were like, "Oh, you know what I mean?" Because even Whitney was like, yeah. "I work for the same production company." That doesn't. I feel like they um, just soured on her really quickly. And Candace is the only one who really is kind of writing for her. I know it's very sad and like I feel like it's easy to kind of gang up on her because she is so out of her element with these women she was only on for two seasons her show is no longer on the air none of her castmates are coming back like (laughs) like she's she's out of she's out of her league and yes you know and I did think it was so strange when Heather was like oh Oh yeah are you gonna drink wait I read your book Sam, I was like, I why literally, would you that? And Giselle, not waiting, not a minute later, to be no. like, hey, can you, can you drink? Because Heather just said she wanted to get you drunk. Which Giselle like, is I'm sorry. story. She's telling story and storylines. It may seem swift, but I do understand. She's like, okay, we have seven days, six nights. Let's do this. Like, I'm not wasting time. Let's figure right. this out. And I think that, like, Heather, on the one hand, I... A small part of myself can see myself identifying with Heather as a fan. Like, I think I would also be there stumbling over my words, being like, what the heck am I doing? Like, these are all stars. I'm just sitting here. But she just is, like, being so cringy. It's so cringy. She's the most cringe person on the planet. Yes. At BravoCon, someone (laughs) came up to the mic and, like, was praising her and was like, you are all of us. And she started crying. And I was like 
what the fuck is going on? Like, this woman is a fame monger. And, like, I get what Whitney is saying about the Mormon thing. She's like, you're writing a book because of the show called Bad Mormon. And you're, like, still still in it. Like, it doesn't make sense. And even Portia was like, this isn't adding up. Nothing's, it's not adding up. And I think that's what's interesting about this is that I do think that in their minds and maybe just plainly, both of what they're saying about each other is kind of true. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think that there is a side of Whitney that, like, wants to, in a perfect world, wants to operate like an Ashley Darby. Like, is filming a show, period. Mm-hmm. And it's going to move things along. And I do think that there was an opportunity for her to be a little closer to Lisa because mm-hmm. of what was going on at home. I also think that Heather wants to look good all the time. Mm-hmm. And wants that to be the fan that. favorite. Yes. Like I do think that both of their perspectives are kind of true. Um, but it's just hard to even care anymore because it's over something so dumb. Like it'll be interesting to see how they end up because I remember like that was the big thing at BravoCon was that like Whitney was like you and I they made up at, at fighting were... at BravoCon it was nasty ruthless and there is a side to Heather which I almost I've said this forever there's like a reunion Heather that comes out where she's like kind of mean like yeah. like a Heather DeBro mean like a and honestly I don't mind a mean housewife oh I no. just would rather you like be the mean housewife She's a little pretentious sometimes, and it's shocking when it happens. Like, what did she say about how, like, Lisa Barlow isn't a real person? She just, like, looked up a Cosmo. Um, She did, like, a Cosmo. Do you remember that? Like, she she did a personality test, and that's what she was. Like, it was, like, a ruthless thing that you absolutely had to have thought of before, and it, like, really cut deep. But, like, we have plenty of mean housewives. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think she tries to play. Here's, Here's what it is. I just figured it out. Heather tries to play nice and mean and, like, nice and gossipy. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do both. And Whitney tries to play like smart and stupid. Yeah, she, she tries to play like no, I haven't figured out, but also like I had no idea. Which like, yeah, only a few housewives can pull that off. Mm-hmm. And most of them, I don't even realize think that they're doing it. I think they just are like can sometimes like Teresa is an example of someone who I think has done things in the past that have been like mm-hmm. the little puppety things, but then also will play like. I had no idea. And you can kind of believe it though, just because of Teresa. Right. Yeah. Um, It's really hard to pull off. So I think that that's their thing. It's, it's just frustrating to watch. And I kind of get, cause I remember when Salt Lake city was wrapping up, everybody's like, where is girls trip? And I kind of get why they waited such a long time for it to come out. Because I think we were all exhausted by the end of that season. I agree. I was for sure. Like I, I could barely recap it on this podcast. Cause I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know what's going on. I, I try to figure it out. It was unwatchable and they fumbled the bag terribly. And what I have such a problem with Heather is, is like, she was called Shrek an ogre, you know, (laughs) all of these horrible things by Jen Shaw was lied to for years Right. was treated terribly. Jen Shaw treats these women terribly. She's an abusive Awfully. monster. Mm-hmm. And yet is riding hard for her, but doesn't understand why. Yeah, embarrassing. And it's like, what does what does Jen have on you, babe? It has to be something because it doesn't make sense because the way that she's able to just dismiss Whitney, cut her out of her life for doing question mark, 
it's confusing. Very. I don't it's get it. It's very confusing. I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen moving forward. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a potential for, like, a lot of growth with that show. But I'm, I'm glad that they waited. I'm glad that they waited for all the shows. I think it's good that Potomac was over, that Miami was over, just because, mm-hmm. like, we're able to see exactly where these women were. I mean, yeah, we had the reunion, which is confusing, but we know how the season's wrapped. We know where their headspaces were going mm-hmm. into this. Even, honestly, it kind of took me back a little bit to see, like, Giselle and Candace, like, FaceTiming before the trip. And, like, she oh, me too. I, was I was like, like hey. I was like, oh, and can we? Okay. Because I remember this. Oh, okay. That Portia Candace conversation. Oh, they my got God. Heated. I've been dying for that. I've been dying for it, too, because we were tweeting. I remember... Honestly, there was something about chat room that I think was like maybe like a glory days. There was something nice about watching chat room right after Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. But it was really frustrating. Um, as Basset Hounds, as Deep Space Cadets, um, <laughs> we were literally in the fucking trenches during that season. Yes. And I remember when Miss Portia Williams went on chat room and was like, Team Monique, I was furious. I remember being so upset, so just like, wow, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe Monique got to her. Like, and so I was kind of waiting and waiting and waiting for like Candace to talk to Portia about this. Yes. And it made me really sad that Portia just like couldn't apologize and just be like, yeah, like what I said. Okay. Like I understand it hurt you and I fucked up. Especially exactly because, you know, the minutia of it kind of doesn't even matter. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you were using that platform to talk about it, even if it, even if you thought it was true, mm-hmm. it's still like added fuel to the fire to all those people. Listen, we were there. A lot of people were like, she deserved it. Like all these things. That was really it was horrible. Hurtful. It was a hurtful thing to live through. Um, so it we're was like, it was nice us. Like, we're like, you know, that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm like I was in pain. <laughs> you and I literally trauma bonded throughout that experience. We did because it was we just, ugh, again, we don't have to relitigate this, but like there was a lot of, like Candace said, I remember getting the looking, reading the news thing as they were filming. And it was verbatim that Candace grabbed a wine glass and smashed mm-hmm. it up. Like it was, it was there horrible. Was shady, there was shady things going on. Yeah in the relaying of the information. So she had every right to be upset by that. And I do think that Giselle does have a point too. She did have her, she did defend her. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Candace was a little exhausting with that point. Because in my she, mind. Giselle did have her back. Really she did. Sure did. Um, and she didn't have to. And she had her back like throughout the whole thing, like from right. start to finish. Yeah. Um, I know that this is an unpopular opinion and I, it's one of my, blind spots it's one of my faults you know no you're good i love alexia (laughs) (laughs) oh sam (laughs) i love her so much okay no 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 i know i can't explain it like i know here's the thing with when i say that i love certain housewives i normally get why people dislike the person that i like right okay but with alexia like i don't get it why people dislike her yeah like i genuinely like i don't know like explain can you explain it to me okay because i don't understand it i'm being fucking serious i I think and i I, i'm mad at myself because i pride myself on like okay like i can see both sides and like right you know like i rode for bethany for a long time and i saw that she was problematic (laughs) i rode for dorinda candy like i 
right. I understand that they have these flaws, but with Alexia, I'm like, what are they? I think Alexia is fascinating to me. I never want her off my screen. Ever. However, okay. she is she's like Teresa, um, but there's something missing, at least for me. Like in the ways I can forgive Teresa, I think Alexia kind of does bulldoze over people um in some instances i think she doesn't ever in a way i think alexia's (laughs) almost always wrong sam and i love housewives who are almost always wrong like and i think in a lot of fights like she couldn't just apologize for not scrolling down to the bottom she couldn't just apologize for the julia comment she couldn't just like and she won't do it and that's okay I live for the delusion, but I think that there's like, you know, the, I'm a star. A I'm a this. I'm a, okay. yeah. First thing that she's a star, she's not wrong. No. She, Where are the lies? Listen, I feel the same. I feel the same about a lot of the women on, honestly, Miami. Larsa, most of them, my delusional queen. Larsa, exactly. Larsa's the same thing. Like, I think she absolutely, I thought she was kind of dead wrong on a lot of things, but I didn't ever want her to stop talking. When she was like, everything is about me. I was like, I'm obsessed with you. But like, did I think she was wrong about the anesthesiologist comment? Of course. When she said that the job was a real job. (laughs) Yeah, no. So like with Larsa, she's like a villain that I get why people don't like her, but I love. Okay. But like I said, like with Alexia, like I genuinely like- You can't see why. I can't see it. I really, I I know- Okay, but how do you it's feel about Adriana? Because that's kind of my. I see why Adriana rubs you the wrong way, but I kind of can't get enough of her. Like, I think that she. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just something about like it was a messed up comment, but like they really. She is like I've never seen a better housewives apology than like the three times she did it before the reunion. Like, and that finale when she was like crying and she was like, "I think you're an amazing mother." She was like, "Marisol, I miss your friendship. You were in my wedding. Please, I just want us to maybe be friends." And they're just like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> but she also she, this whole season, honestly, I was like, "Oh, this is like a different Adriana. Like, she's really not like going off." I think she's kind of right about this thing with her boyfriend because they're all being mean about it, and it seems like mm-hmm. he's divorced. But then we had the trip and I was like, there it is. Like, she just always there has it is. something that, like, she always takes it five steps too I d- far. I don't know what it is about Alexia. Like, I just mm-hmm. love to look at her and, like, I love to listen to her talk. And, like, oh. I just can't get enough. There's a cadence in her voice that is hypnotizing. It's, I was out When she said month. that she was going to do, she was like, like, she always has to throw in that she was going to go to law school. She's always yeah. like, oh. I was going to go to law school. I was going to go to law school. I was going to be a lawyer. I'm like... Oh, and Leah wasn't wrong when she's like, Alexia has verbatim things, like Luke. stories she says in the exact same cadence, the exact same way. She does. Yes. She, she absolutely does. I, I can't get enough of it. Did I tell you I like yeah. was out a month and a half ago at LeBain and they have like these like gay parties on Sundays and I'm literally standing there with my friend Matthew. I think he maybe met a Brapricon, my friend Kendrick, and we're all just Oh yes, dancing. I remember Matthew. I, I literally see this blonde woman walking in. I'm like, oh my God, she looks just like Alexia. That's so weird. <laughs> and then she gets closer and closer. And it's I can't forget his name, but her like gay best friend is on the show all the time. Oh yeah. Um and her, they're like walking toward us. I'm like, oh my god it's like a random sunday here's just alexia randomly here in new york and she was there to do like promotions for girls trip and like it was the same thing 
in person, I was like, you are literally so gorgeous and hypnotizing. I was like, yeah. you are just like, that's she is a star. To describe she her. is a star. She's she a star. is a star. And it's a cast full of stars, though. Can we be honest? A like, cast full of stars. After this reunion, even like, <laughs> even sometimes at the beginning of the season, I'm like, okay, I like Julia, but like, is she a fit? I don't know. By the second half to the end in this reunion, I'm like, I just like, can't get enough of Julia either. Like, I just kind of can't get enough mm. of these women. I'm excited to see. I don't want anyone to leave. Mm. Um, I do think Dr. Nicole really had an amazing sophomore season, though. This was like. Yeah. Is I don't know about Dr. You don't like Nicole. <gasps> I don't what know happened? about her. What happened? I don't know what? about her. Is it the Alexia thing? No, no. There's a lot of I Colleen just... Hoover posts on <laughs> their stories. There's, there's, my thing with Dr. Nicole is like the money doesn't add up. Oh, I can see that. And it concerns me. Yeah. I, it's I maybe I don't well, have no, an issue with her. Big firm, is she like head of anesthesia? No, I, I like, okay. I think I just don't like Anthony. To quote Larsa, Anthony is that. a bitch. <laughs> I totally get that. He was like really enjoying being being in a girly. The... Yes, in a lot. I'm trying to think of like other household. He was like that house husband. He was kind of like but, Mario Singer. But Larsa, I I think the comment was really rude about Grayson. Oh, about whether she meant it or not. Comment? Yeah, yeah, I do think. Bad. But to be fair, I think that like the comments about her appearance and her body are gross. He should not be in there. Yeah, like, that is just wrong. like except Alexia. It's <laughs> on that note. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. I am cackling. I just adore you. This is so much fun. This was so much fun. Thank you so yes. much for coming out. Tell everybody where they can listen to you, follow you. Yes, absolutely. So uh, like you said earlier, I'm an entertainment writer at The Griot. So you can see mm-hmm. all my Housewives interviews and everything there uh, and mm-hmm. on my social media at the Jared Alex. That's my Instagram. And then on Twitter, I'm Hey, It's Jared. Hey, with two Y's. It's Jared. Hey, with two Y's. Well, yeah. thank you guys so much for listening to us. Ramble, laugh, giggle. We almost, we almost started crying together. Um it means the world so please be sure to rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and i'll see you guys next week bye Media Production.